What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Blog Talk Radio. Let's face it. There's a lot you don't know about sickle cell disease. Like that it affects millions. People in almost all races. Black and white. Indian and Asian. Hispanic and Mediterranean. And that it can affect you or someone you love. No matter where you come from. Let's face it. There's a lot you don't know about sickle cell disease. And that's a disease too. Call the 211 info line to learn more. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the second half of Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter.com slash Joy Keys, and you can become a fan on Facebook. Just look up Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. Also, I'm on Instagram. Yeah, lots of cool pictures. Check me out. Tag me in a photo. You can win a prize. Uh, people who follow me know I give away books. I actually do give away things. I, you actually get them in the mail. It's not a joke. It's not a scam. Uh, gift cards, iTunes downloads, Amazon, uh, ice cream. This month, actually, I'll be giving away some ice cream because it's a National Ice Cream Month. So check, uh, look out for a Ben & Jerry's gift cards. Um, and uh, earlier, I spoke to author Kimberler Lawson Rovey, and I'll be giving away a copy of her book, The Prodigal Son. So you want to follow on uh, Twitter, become a fan on Facebook, and definitely tag me on Instagram. Uh, today, um, just being blessed all around, uh, wonderful actor Charles S. Dutton, he'll be calling in shortly to talk to me about his newest production, The Comeback Dad. It's going to be uh, on Up TV tonight, 8 p.m., 10 p.m. Eastern, and also 12 a.m. Uh, so you want to check that out, dealing with some really uh, heavy issues, fathers and daughters, abandonment issues, family, alcoholism, and a wonderful cast. Uh, he has uh, working with him. Uh, Brad James is on there. Loretta Devine. Everybody knows Loretta Devine. The girl is fierce. Um, and Tatiana Ali is uh, working with him. So he's going to be calling in to talk to me about that experience and also just about uh, the rest of his uh Career. If you want to call in, 646-929-0368 is the call-in number. Again, 646-929-0368 is the call-in number. Uh, he's been in so many productions. Do you know what your favorite production? You know, he did Rock, the show Rock. Um, you know, some of those were aired live uh, for a couple uh, seasons, I believe. They were aired live, and then the last season was taped. Um, but he started out on stage. Um, and then, you know, he went to TV, um, and you can't hold him back. He's won several awards. Uh, he won, actually, uh, NAACP Image Awards. He's won Emmys. Um, he has done film, TV, stage, uh, you name it. Um, and it's funny because when I see his face, it's like, oh, my God, it's Charles. Oh, I love him. And it doesn't matter what he's doing. It's just like, oh, there he is. You know, it's just a familiar face. And you know he's going to do a great job. Very understated kind of acting, not like, you know, crazy, uh, all over the place, big hyper. 
Um, he's, he's, he's just kind of quiet. There's been rumblings under there. Uh, why don't you call in uh, 646-929-0368 and let me know, you know, what you think about his acting. Also, uh, have you dealt with any uh, father-daughter issues? Uh, do you know anybody who's dealing with addiction, uh, alcoholism, or drugs? Give me a call. Or just also family issues in terms of sibling uh, rivalry. Uh, give me a call and talk to me about that. You know, that's not an easy uh, thing to deal with. You love them, but you hate them. Um, they get on your nerves. They ask you for money, maybe a place to stay. And, um, you know, but then at what point should you cut them off? Um, should you not talk to them anymore? Should you not give them money anymore? Uh, what, what do you do, you know? And what worse, what if it's not your sibling, it's your parent? You know, your parent might have been on drugs. Your parent might have left you. Um, I don't want to give away all the things in the film, uh, but um, there's some surprises, actually, that uh, caught me off guard. There's some wonderful scenes. Oh, my God, there's some wonderful scenes between Tatiana Ali and uh, Charles Dutton. Uh, and there's, uh, hold on, there's a caller here. Let me see. Good morning. Uh, thank you for calling in. Hi, Joy Key. Hi. I have Charles Dutton on the line. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, we're, we're waiting uh, with bated breath to speak to him. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Dutton, are you there? Yes, I am. Yeah, you got him, honey. Hi. Hi. Thank you, Charles. Uh, thank you for calling in today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, I feel, I feel so blessed to hear your voice uh, on the other line. Uh, you have done so much wonderful work over the years. And I was just telling the audience how when I see your face, I'm like, oh, my God, there's that guy. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Nice to be loved. Yes. Well, you're doing a great job with this new TV show uh, or movie, I should say, made for TV movie. Uh, Comeback Dad, you're dealing with some seriously heavy issues uh, with a wonderful cast. Um, how did you get this role? Did you seek them out? Did they call you? Uh, how did you get involved with Comeback Dad? Well, uh, there was a production company in Atlanta called Swirl Productions, and a friend of mine had worked with them before, and he called me and said that they were, you know, trying to get a hold of me uh, to um, – to possibly do a film. And I thought, I don't feel like doing anything right now. You know, I get, they said, well, why don't you just get the script? And I was like, oh, I don't want the script. I don't feel like reading <laughs> right so, so, um But it's, it's, it's a friend of mine I respect, you know, a really good friend, uh, but the actor Clifton Powell. Powell. Oh, yeah. So, um, mm -hmm. so I said, yes. Yeah. So I said, well, send me the script. And Clifton got in touch with them, and they sent me the script. And as soon as I read it, I, I said, wow. You know, this is a really, really good story and a really, really good character. So uh, let me jump on this. And uh, so I called uh, the Swirl uh, producers, uh, and um, they mentioned to me that uh, they had uh, Tatiana Ali and Loretta Devine, who I had just finished working with in a film last year. And mm -hmm. so I said, well, this would be nice. It'll be a reunion, so to speak, so to speak. And... Then they said they had, you know, Brad James as well, and it's a young actor I, I really like and admire, very talented young man. So uh, that's how it happened, you know. But it was, it was actually it was on the page that, that is what moved me, you know, 
to want to do yeah. it, you know, and I didn't know the writer. She was a new writer pretty much. She had written a lot of things, but it was the first thing that was produced. And um, so um, uh, I just read the script and, and the story, and I said, yes, it's a very timely pertinent issues, particularly in the African-American community, so I wanted to lend my support. Definitely it's pertinent issue. Uh, fathers and daughters, abandonment issues, and you guys really do, it's not heavy-handed, and that's what I was talking earlier, your work is not heavy-handed, it's just like a quiet rumbling underneath. Let's talk about some of your training. You went to Yale. Wow. Like, yeah, I went, be I went to Yale School of Drama, yeah. <laughs> Yes, and but, <laughs> I mean, no, as, a, as a, you know, I was, I have a theater background, and, you know, you look up to people at Yale, that's like, that's like the cream of the crop, but before you were at Yale, um, many people may not know, you weren't uh, Yale material, if you will, um, you were dealing with some other issues in your life, do you mind sharing the story uh, before Yale, and what happened? Oh, well, uh, you know, it, it's, it's uh, for those who don't know, most people know, but for those who don't know or have any idea, I mean, I was a total outlaw before, you know, before changing my life, you know. I was, and I was in and out of prisons and juvenile institutions from 12 years old to 26 years old, mm-hmm. you know, between juvenile and adult prisons, from a manslaughter conviction, a robbery conviction, deadly weapon convictions, assault on a correctional officer convictions. So, um... So, you know, I uh, I raised enough hell in my uh, young days to um, receive uh, all those prison sentences. And uh, I don't come off like uh, society, you know, with society's fault and my environment's fault or anything. I, I knew what the heck I was doing, you know. Mm-hmm. I knew every time from 12 years old, I dropped out of school in, at 12 years old in seventh grade and, and, you know, and my mom whipped me and beat me and cried, but I still didn't. I still wasn't interested in going to school and didn't go. And it wasn't that I couldn't handle it academically. I just thought it was more happening on the street corner than in the classroom. So that's why well, I, I dropped out. I didn't want to thing. miss anything. Yeah, yes, I ahead. mean, that's the same thing today. Uh, kids are thinking there's more things Absolutely. down on the street. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you, you work know? with a and lot so, of young uh, people. You, yeah, I go in, I go and talk and I go into prisons and uh talk to the prisoners and I go into uh the juvenile centers across the country and speak, you know. It's a little tough going into the adult prisons now and talking to men because you know, they the you know, their particular states wherever they live, they give out so much time now, you know. It's I mean, it's you know, they give them life without parole or you know, federal system doesn't have a parole system. So, and that's not to say, you know, that that, that uh, the crime doesn't deserve the time. But when I was going in and out of prison, most of the country was really into rehabilitation. They were spending tens and millions, tens and tens of millions of dollars, you know, states, you know, most states in the country, you know, on rehabilitating uh, um, uh, offenders. But now it's all about punishment, you know. Yeah. It's not about rehabilitation anymore. It's about punishment. So, um, uh, so you know, fortunately, I came around, uh, came along at a time when they uh, uh, they were trying to rehabilitate you. But putting that aside, 
when I went to prison the last time, and which was, you know, oh, if when, the last time I went to prison was 1969 to 1976, okay. you know, uh, nearly eight, eight years. But when I went in that last time, it, was, it actually was a blessing in disguise. Because in 1969, everyone in my generation, that was the year that all of my buddies and friends and all the young people in the community where I lived of my generation started to dip and dab in heroin use. Mm. Okay. And so yeah. and it was as if, if God took me out of there and said, I'm going to place you somewhere for a long vacation. And by the time I returned, returned, all of my friends, not all of them, but most of them, I'd say a good 80% of them, were already devastated by drug use, had been either killed in the drug game, died from drugs, Mm -hmm. uh, was strung Mm -hmm. out on drugs, or doing life in prison because they committed another crime that was worthy to get a life sentence. And the neighborhood was devastated. The community was devastated in that almost eight-year period. So Mm -hmm. I was taken out of it. And and, and I don't moralize at all that I would have succumbed like everybody else. I know for a fact I would have succumbed because although I didn't do drugs, but had I been out there at that time, I would have been just like everybody else. You know, there were three things that would would have happened to me. I was extremely, no, actually blessed. You know, more than lucky, actually blessed that I was taken out of, out of that environment. You know, if three things would have happened to me had, had, I, had I been there from that time, from 69 to 76, in the community, I'd have been dead, I'd have been strung out on drugs, or I would, I would have been doing life in the penitentiary. You know, yeah, so well, I'm glad that when I came happen. home, well, so am I. <laughs> so am I. So <laughs> when I got out, you know, I, I said, you know, well, this, you know, I, I don't want to fall into this, so... Yeah. I just, you know, under, went to undergraduate school and then uh, applied to Yale and was accepted at the Yale School of Drama. So I went from jail to Yale. Um, and you had a show called Jail uh, to Yale, correct? Didn't you do a show? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Production? Yeah. As, a matter mm-hmm. fact, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be doing that show uh, in Atlanta on the 23rd of May. I'm sorry, 23rd of August for, for two shows only on the 23rd, a matinee and an evening show for the Frank Ski Children's Foundation. And there's a oh, benefit wonderful. fundraiser performance for his organization. So I guess so the folks in Atlanta will hear about it, you know, as far as p- promoting it soon, you know, but it's on the right. 23rd of August at the Woodruff uh, Theater Center. Um, but, um, well, let's talk, but, you know, it, let's it's talk like, a little bit about punishment. You were talking about punishment, and uh, in, the mo- in the movie, Comeback Dad, you're being punished, even though you're trying to make amends uh, to your daughter, to your family. Um, you know, in real life, it's very difficult to forgive someone who the, the child feels what abandoned them. You know, I just had an author on talking about uh, fathers and sons, and um, uh, fathers and daughters are just as, just as important. Um, what do you think you should uh, a father should do if they abandon their daughter? How should they come back the way you did? Because you kind of got her off guard. Uh, you were stalking her boyfriend, uh, fiance. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right way. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he was trying to find a way back into her life, you know. And once he discovered yeah. this fiance, he said, "Let me stalk him and get and get some assistance from him," you know. And so, and there, there's. 
you know, but in talking about the film, you know, and uh, in, in the heavy issues, but it's still dealt with, it's still dealt with, uh, the movie is not depressing. You no, know, the, not the at movie, all. There's not some, at all. Yeah, there, there, there are some hilarious moments in the film, you know, but it, it, de- it deals with um, uh, uh, serious issues. So, um, but, you know, we're, men, we're indoctrinated to think, you know, that we're only needed for the sun. And so, you know, if fathers leave, you know, you got to come back, you know, for the male figure image, you know, for the son. And we don't think about, you know, the father being there for the daughter when, 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 when uh, couples, when a, a husband and wife split up or a father and uh, mother splits up, you know, you think, well, I can show up for the son and, I mean, she'll be, the daughter will be all right because she's with her mom, mom. Mother. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Mom, so that's you know, not the case. So, yeah. No, that's not the that's case not at the all. Case. That's not the case at all, you know. And so you, you need the daughter, to be... The daughter needs that dad. friend, yeah. Absolutely. You know, I mean, the daughter looks upon the dad for to find out what kind of man she wants to marry, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if, the father, if, if the father is a great image and a great uh, uh, positive image for her and, and a protector, you know, then she knows and, and, and honest and um, uh, and the daughter can look at that and she says, okay, that's the... That's the kind of man I'm searching for, you know, the, the kind of man my dad is, you know. And yeah. when, she, he, when she sees the relationship that, that, that uh, the, the father has with her mother, when, when two people are together anyway, you know, then um, right, right. and even if they're not together, if, 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 if the daughter sees that the father is still respectful, you know, uh, uh, to the mother and, 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 the juice, and some sense of love and friendship is there, you know. I mean, people do fall in love and fall out of love and, People break up. Right, you know, that but happens. As as but you can the, still you know, be respectful. Yeah. yeah, you can still absolutely, be respectful. Absolutely. And I think that's, absolutely. that's a key but you'll thing. Find, and you, you'll, you'll, also, you'll also find in this picture, as, as, as obviously you've seen it, but you'll also find in this picture that um, it's a complicated story. And so the father isn't necessarily 100% at fault. Yes, but you, know, you can't give the, that away. He, oh my gosh, don't give no, it away. Don't, no, give no, it no, away. No, 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 no. I don't want to give it away. I'm not giving it away. I'm, giving it away. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying for, I'm just saying I'm just I'm saying as far as uh, uh, issue, I mean, it's, it, 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 as far as the, the 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 totality of the canvas in this story. I mean, he has right. had his own problems, of course, you know, with alcoholism and depression and being a frustrated yeah. jazz musician and being uh, a uh and, mm-hmm. and coming and, and, com- and coming from a family of well-to-do people that everybody in the family are professionals, he was the oldest mm-hmm. one in the family, expected to be the person the most successful because he was the oldest one that was to, to mentor his brothers and sisters. And he was the one who yeah. turned out to be the ne'er-do-well, you know, who couldn't yeah. get a job, who was an artist and, a, and started drinking. And, and you, and, 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 but but you, you said something earlier that I think if there's a message in the film, and there are many messages, but if I think there's one prominent message in the film, it is all about letting go, letting go of anger, letting go of anguish, letting go of bitterness, letting go of frustration, finding your way back to love, you know, finding your way back to love. And, um, and peace, and also you know, peace. You know, people like conflict sometimes, you know, Charles. They, they are drawn yeah, to yeah, conflict. Yeah. They create conflict because that's what is normal to them, to have conflict in their life when they don't even know that peace is a possibility. Peace is actually uncomfortable for these people sometimes. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, you no. Know? some folks um, relish 
some folks, you know, they could they function better, you know, in conflict, you know. But but right. but but when you know you gotta you know you have to let that stuff go because then you you won't have any peace, you know. Um, and no, in the, in and also you have health story, problems. You, know? you can have health oh, problems. Yeah, you know, yeah. high blood pressure. You know, you're not eating right. Absolutely. You're gaining weight. Um, you're you're unhealthy uh, with your partner, as Tatiana character explained. She's like losing mm-hmm. her mind and, and and can't even love her fiance the way she's supposed to, you know. And um, mm-hmm. even your mm-hmm. sister Loretta, Loretta in the movie, she's all twisted up and bound up with her anger and, and drama, <laughs> and, and and loses her friend. Oh my God, the scene between you and Loretta deserves a freaking Oscar. Can I? You, okay, <laughs> listeners, it's I mean. These two individuals are like beyond the beyond Oscar winning performance. It was only about what five minutes the scene is that, and they yeah. mm-hmm. you guys blew it out the water. And also the scene when Tatiana comes visits you at your home, yes. she doesn't really yes. say anything. Yes. That scene right. Right. is also one of the jewels of Comeback Dad, which is airing tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. 10 p.m. Eastern and also 12 a.m. Um, that is another jewel. Not a lot of words. Not a lot of words in that scene. Right. Right. But that's, that's a jewel. No words. How yeah, did you yeah, get hardly, to that point? Hardly any words. Yeah, hardly. Any, no. Like three sentences you say maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even miss that. You right, know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Well, you know, that, and, that, that, uh, the, 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 scene actually, the, the scene actually uh, was, the, the scene was in the film, but it wasn't necessarily um, – uh, you know, we um, we added an element of uh, uh, of extending uh, the scene when she leaves. So you know, so those lines that I said I had suggested to the director, you know, well maybe yeah. I shouldn't say much until after she's gone. You know, and um, uh, and we talked about it, and he said, yeah, I think that'll be great. You know, so um, you know, when she walked in and like you know just searches the room to see how he's been living and then just turns away and walks out, you know. I mean, I even felt bad. You know? <laughs> so, I felt, I, I was all happy. I thought she was like, okay, she came to talk to him. She She's going to wear the earrings. She's going to do this. I mean, she let me down. I was like, damn, she didn't even say nothing. She just walked out. Like, whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. I also but, uh, yeah, heard, it was uh, such wait, a joy. I, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, do, I, 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 I think we have a caller. I just want to see if they have a question. Uh, good morning, caller. Did you have a question uh, for Mr. Charles Dutton? Today you're calling from 404. Uh, yes, I, I I do have a question. Um, you know, I, I'm 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 curious as to how um, he decided to take on this role. Thank you so much. Uh, well, What's your name? I, um, my name is uh, My name is Brad. I'm calling from Atlanta. Oh, is this Brad? Oh my God! Oh my God! You're playing a joke. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you for calling in. I said, well, you know what? I said, this fool sounds familiar because I had been just watching the movie, but I said, no, that's just a coincidence. That's a coinky dink. Okay, you're a trickster. I'm going to get you, Mr. Brad James. <laughs> you, 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 know, you, you, know, you can't turn your back for one second. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Wonderful. Well, well, Charles, well, let me, you let me, got let some me good friends. Say, me, <laughs> oh, yeah. Let, let, me, let me just say this much while he's on the phone because he knows I'm going to get him later. But, uh-huh. <laughs> but, no, you know, it was, uh, I mean, work, working with Brad was an absolute joy. You know, I didn't know Brad until I got in, in, in until we came into the film together. And, you know, it only happens, it doesn't happen often when you're working on a film, when you work with people, where you say, you know what, I've found a friend for life. Oh, you know, wow. a friend for life, you know. Wow. And uh, that's the kind of guy he is, you know. And, uh, I mean, he reminds me of a lot of older friends I have, you know, like Rocky Carroll, you know, who played mm-hmm. Rick Joey on the rock show, you know. You know, they they both have the same sense of humor, you know, and so um, yeah, and so you know, and then you know, and, and then when you know, the more the more you hang out and relate to uh, younger people, the younger you stay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, definitely. Uh, but he's a young cat. You know, Wait, he can't blame his youth on me. He's got youth on you. Is that what you're saying, Brad? He, no, he can't blame his youth on me. Oh. <laughs> you are Charles a jokester, Mr. Brad James. <laughs> no, oh, he's more than a jokester. Yeah, he is. That he is. That he definitely is. You say he skips? No, wait, he's a can good he man. Wait, wait, Mr. Yeah. Charles, can you hula hoop? Because uh, Brad just said you were skipping. I want to know if you can hula hoop. <laughs> Man, it, you know, I, I, I tell you, it was, it was. It, I didn't know it was going to be so hard working with them. <laughs> Look, you better, you, you better have your chops, chops tuned up to work with Mr. Charles you, Newton now. You, you, I know you, you were shaking in your boots, Mr. Brad James. <laughs> you know, he, he brings. Listen, he he brings all the 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 talent and know how in the world, but aside from that. You got to set up extra security to keep all the people away from the set. <laughs> I know that's right. I know you. I know you speak the truth. So hallelujah! Can you get? Can we get a witness up in here? Wait, wait, Mr. Brad James. Um, I think you got a little fan following too. All of your young girls out Yo, there. Yeah, he, You're not he, too he, bad. He don't want You're me not to too bad looking now. <laughs> You know, you know what I'm saying? He knows he don't, don't want me to start talking. Don't get started on you. No, now, come on, Charles. Tell us, tell us something. Tell us something. Did they, did they put a panties at him? Oh, no. uh, was it the bra? What, what's going on over there with Mr. Brad James? Oh, look. Uh, y- y'all not getting on me. I'm, 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 go ahead. I said, I said to myself, boy, I bet when you walk down the street, the women fall out their window looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, oh finish the interview. I'm, I'm going to get off the line, but it's, it's good hearing from you guys, and uh, I'll be tuning in tonight. Oh, Hope everybody else is too. Yeah, yeah. tonight I'll, at 8 p.m. Uh, up TV. Okay. <laughs> okay, he's going. He's going to. Um, he said he said he's going to give you a call later, Brad. <laughs> I think he hung up. Yeah, oh my I'll, God, I'll, that I'll, was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> no. So I can <laughs> tell you had a great time. You had a great time. I heard it took ten days. That's it, ten days. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Movie? We we shot it. We we had a very very short and intense schedule, you know. But you know the beauty of that was that when you get a bunch of act, well, you know you got a big task ahead of you, and when you choose actors that are, well, you don't have any divas, you don't have any, um, you don't have any 
uh, disruptive males that, you know, have attitudes or whatever, you know, uh, male actors mm-hmm. and, you know, you don't have female actors who, who are divas. You know, you just have a bunch of people who are going to do the work. And they know before right. they sign the contract that it's a 10-day shoot in an in a, in a hour-and-a-half movie or longer. So you know it's going to be very intense and very laborious as far as, you know, the work aspect of it. And when you sign right, the contract, right. you just go to do it. There's no sense after you agree to do it to get down there and start acting up. Mm-hmm. You know, so we had mm-hmm. that kind. Of, we had that kind of cast. You know, and and we had a ball. You know, um, we had a genuine ball. I can tell. You know, I like, can tell. He called in to harass you, know? you. Yeah. People don't do that if they don't like you. <laughs> People don't call in to harass you. They don't like you. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Well, I, I want to mention that um, you guys are also giving away some signed uh, copies of the script, and uh, I tweeted and uh, put the link on Facebook about how people can win some signed copies of Comeback Dad. Um, also, I want to mention again that the uh, show is tonight, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Eastern, um, and you can check out um, some links that I posted, uh, just some clips uh, to get a little preview. But this is a serious show, a movie, but not uh, depressing. It uh, has lighthearted comedic moments, some wonderful, intense, you want to get your tissue box, um, um, but you also don't want to wear pants that are too tight because you're going to be laughing hard in some scenes. So, <laughs> uh, but Mr. Funny. Charles Dutton, uh, what are you working on next after this? Uh, you, you did this. What, what's next for you? Well, you know, I just I uh, just finished doing a HBO film uh, uh, on the life of Bessie Smith with uh, Queen Latifah. And oh yes, Monique. Queen Latifah. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I, the director, the young director, uh, Dee Rees, uh, 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 I was sort of her, her directing supervisor at Sundance Film Festival a couple of years ago. And I knew, she was, I knew she was going to be a great director, so I was so proud when I heard she got this HBO film. And she was mm-hmm. the director, writer and the director of the script. So I, you know, I came in, as, I'm just doing a cameo, but a, but a pivotal cameo because I wanted to, uh, you know, throw some more weight uh, at, at the film insofar as her debut, you know, yes, get, getting yes. a stellar cast together, you know. So, um, but um, but I'm, I've been more behind the camera in the last 10, 12 years, um, more directing and, and more producing and developing. I'm, I'm in my current uh, uh, project that's taking up most of my time is I'm developing a miniseries on the life of Louis Armstrong. And, oh, uh, wow. and there's nothing Wonderful. that's been done on Armstrong. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a shame nothing's been done on a great Louis Armstrong. So that's why mm-hmm. I'm working with it with uh, Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones is okay. handling the music. I'm handling all the other creative stuff. And um, I finished a film uh, last year in Philadelphia called Must Be the Music, an independent film, which will probably right. be out late, later yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, the... Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've got some stuff at BET I'm developing for them, a uh, series I'm developing for BET, uh, sort of a mystery kind of series. Uh, and, okay. um, you know, and just I uh, live in – I still live on the East – I mean, I, I don't live in L.A. I live on the East Coast, and uh, I have a farm in Maryland. And so when I'm not I in L.A. – I heard about that farm. Uh, want... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you, yeah, can you, do you do horses? Can you, can you ride a horse? Well, yeah, I, I breed horses and I have cattle and I have uh, goats and sheep and 
chickens and peacocks and dogs. Oh my and God! <laughs> but uh, so now, now sometimes I wake up every morning and say, and look out over on that farm every morning and say, you know, I know how I was feeling when I first bought this place, but what the heck was I thinking? <laughs> I'm from, you know, I'm a city boy. I ain't no farmer, you right. know. But, uh, I've yeah. had it, I've had it since 1997, and I've learned to farm and uh, and and learn to do it, you know. So I, so it's not the money pit that it used to be. <laughs> it okay. used to be a money pit because I didn't know what I was doing, so it was a, pretty much an expensive hobby. It still is. You got to talk to Pam Greer. You got to talk to Pam Greer, Charles. Oh, she, she's she's well, a farm yeah. gal. No, no I, I know. Uh, yeah, I know Pam. <laughs> well, but the difference is, Pam, Pam has a ranch. And okay. I have a farm, you know, it's, and it's a different, okay, different you know, a ranch yeah. is pretty much yeah. a horse ranch, you know, et cetera. Uh, but, you know, I grow produce as well as, uh, uh, you know, have, a, you know, have cattle and horses and other kind of livestock, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but no, okay, no, Pam so and I have talked about, Pam, but, yeah, Pam, Pam and I talked about, you know, horses for many years. So, um, uh, but, um, but when something's not your real livelihood, then ultimately it becomes, an expensive hobby, and so <laughs> I've just again, <laughs> right? I've just begun to get out of the expensive hobby category and um, and start to not necessarily make a big profit, but I don't lose any money anymore. You know, so oh, that's great. But I love it. That's you know, it, it keeps it keeps me humble. Keeps me humble. You know, when uh, uh, when I'm not doing um, what I do, I'm on the farm shoveling some kind of manure. You know, <laughs> I, guess, I guess when I'm in L.A., I'm still shoveling manure. But, um, I was about to say something uh, like that. I was about to say something <laughs> like that. Well, well Mr. Dutton, uh, I don't want to keep you any longer because I know your publicist told me I only had you for, for a certain amount of time. But um, thank you so much for sharing your story uh, about your past, but also your future. Uh, all your great projects you're working on. I can't wait for the Louis Armstrong. Uh, definitely, I would love to have you back on to talk about that. I'd love to promote that oh, well, for you on doubt. Twitter and Facebook and so on. So we'll definitely stay in touch. Um, and and uh, watch out for your friends. You can't watch. you got to watch your back. you got these crazy people after you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knows. He knows he's going to get a call from me as soon as I hang up. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Well, you have a great weekend, okay? And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Right. And good luck with um, the movie coming out tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Eastern, Up TV. Check it out. Also, check out their website, uptv.com, to get more information about Comeback Dad. Thank you so much, Mr. Dutton. All right. Take care of yourself. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you. Thanks for having okay, me. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I just got off the phone with uh, actor extraordinaire Charles S. Dutton. He's uh, playing in the movie Comeback Dad on UpTV.com. Check it out. Uh, tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Eastern. They're also giving away copies of the script. Um, you can go to their website to learn more about that. I also tweeted that link, signed copies of the script. Um, and uh, check out Loretta Devine does an amazing job. Tatiana Ali, uh, really a touching performance as uh, Charles S. Dutton's daughter. Uh, Brad James, the trickster. Uh, he's a little bit of a trickster in the movie as well, so they probably cast him correctly. Uh, he tricked his fiance in kind of to, to meet her dad and, 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 and try to reconnect them, so to speak, uh, uh, to, to, to heal their relationship. 
but check that out tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can check me out on Twitter, at Joy Keys. You can become a fan on Facebook. Look up Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. And also check me out on Instagram. Uh, I'm Saturdays with Joy Keys on Instagram. You guys have a wonderful Saturday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Close to a million downloads. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for your support. The odds of becoming a signed artist and having three number one albums? One in 100 million. The odds of going on to win six Grammy Awards? One in 1.4 million. The odds of this performer having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 110. I'm Tony Braxton, and I encourage you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.